Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago that the glory you had given him we would somehow come to know. So make us one according to your plan. Isn't heaven it will be? Fill us with the truth and righteousness. You desire the world to see. Hey, welcome to the Surrender All to Jesus Ministry Radio Show on Joy 1340. My name is Richard Schweigler, and man, we got an awesome show for you guys today. One of the things that we talked about last week was the forgiveness. And I, I really believe that that's kind of where God is is leading leading me right now, is to talk about that. And then today I got an awesome scripture for you guys. It's Joel Two, twelve through 32. And let me tell you what, the, the beginning part of this is good, but the ending part, man, I'm telling you, is where prophetically it's where Holy Spirit is leading us. It's totally where, where Holy Spirit's leading us. I actually heard several other um, prophets about this particular scripture too, so I believe it's totally in line and it's really Holy Spirit-filled. Guys, but we got to start out with our sponsor, our sponsor is Nexus Resolution. Guys, the cool thing about this sponsor is that they are born-again Christians, they are Holy Spirit-filled, and they will be bringing that glory to wherever they go. When they come to your house, not only are they going to be doing all your construction needs, but they're also going to be bringing Holy Spirit with them, which is really cool. So NexusResolution.com, you guys can reach them at 414 414- Eight one six two nine nine. That's four one four eight eight one six two nine nine. And again, that's Nexus Resolution. You can talk to Chuck. And man, I'm telling you, all your construction needs, whether it's residential, commercial, or your landscaping needs. So hey, you know, and if there's anyone else out there that would like to sponsor this show, just give me an inbox or call me and let me know. I can give you a little bit more information about the show itself. And also some information about what we're actually trying to do. And, and that's really to get this Dream Center up and running here in the city of Milwaukee. So, all right. So I got two different things that I want to do first. Um, and one of them is talk about two events that are coming up. And some of you know that back in 2014, with me leaving my job as a cop, I wrote a chaplaincy program. It's basically, it's the, the nuts and bolts of the program and I eventually gave it to Salvation Army here in the city of Milwaukee. And they are now uh, running this program. So the person that's running it, her name is Pastor Alexis. And 
she is recruiting new chaplains. So there's two different tiers of chaplains, and I believe this is how they're doing it now, is that they have chaplains that will go out and do things with the community, a little bit more proactive stuff, but they also have chaplains that will go to different calls because they partnered with the, uh, the Milwaukee Police Department. So if you would like to be a chaplain, you can contact her. The applications are due by January 25th, and I'm going to give you her phone number. It's 414-736-7843. That's 414-736-7843. And I also have it on my live feed. So if you need to get in touch with her, you guys can do that. You know, and, and if with everything, guys, if you want to check out my Facebook page, there'll be more information for you guys to look at and to click on those links. Again, that's Pastor Alexis, and she's with the Salvation Army Chaplaincy Program. The other one is kind of what we talked about last week, and that's with the Milwaukee Declaration. And I don't know if you guys have heard about that, but the Milwaukee Declaration is a bunch of pastors that came together and decided to put aside our differences and to really look at doing something and coming together as one in Christ. And they're having a Neighbors of the Dream, a citywide event, and it's going to be at the Eastbrook Church, and it's in the city of Milwaukee. And the pastor that's going to be doing this is Pastor Matt Erickson. Really awesome guy. Hey, so here's the news that I wanted to tell you guys. Uh, the news is, is that I got a call from the operations director here at Joy 1340. And we, when we initially wanted to do this show, we were looking at doing it a 30-minute show. And what ended up happening is we had two 15-minute spots that were open. So what he ended up doing is he slotted us for a Tuesday at 1230 to 1245, and he slotted us for a Thursday at 1230 to 1245. And it just so happened that the next 15 minutes on both those days actually came available. That's total God, right? Come on, you guys, that is total, total God. So what ended up happening is we're going to be taking this, those extra 15 minutes and we're going to be having our show on Tuesdays and Thursdays now from 1230 until one. The cool thing about that is that because I'm not going to be talking every time just by myself. I'm actually going to be bringing in guests and we're going to talk to them about how God is moving through them and what they're doing here in the city and other places uh, around Wisconsin. And I'll probably pull some people in from, from different states too. Um, but so that's going to be really cool. It's total, total God opening those doors. And uh, thanks to Nexus Resolution, we're able to um, sponsor those other times. And uh, it's awesome. It's praise God for that. So isn't that kind of cool that those 15 minutes came up on both those days? Guys, that is just total God. Um, I really believe that there's favor in things that are, that, that, that are happening. And I'll talk about that in just a second, about how that comes to play. All right, so let's get into the scripture, guys. So remember last week we were talking about forgiveness, and we prayed about the principalities and knocking down those principalities. And we did Leviathan. We did principality of divination, um, dividing, all those different things. So, And we also prayed for thousands and thousands of warrior angels to come upon the city of Milwaukee, prayed for the pastors to, to that Holy Spirit would just protect them and that, that those veils would be taken away. So all those things are starting and they're in place. All those things are starting and they're in place. So 
And I gave a little bit of my testimony about from Canada. So I'm going to finish that. And then we're going to get into this chapter of Joel 2, 12 through 32. And I know a lot of you guys are probably, but so when you get home, just, just look at this chapter because the, the beginning chapter is how God is, is doing things. And the end of the chapter is how the revelation of what is about to happen. And I really believe that the ending of this chapter in Joel 2 um, through 30, uh, 12 through 32 is really what's about to happen here for us. And it's very, very significant. But as other prophets are actually talking about, what we're talking about is the awakening that's happening. And there's a couple things that need to be done within this awakening. And the core of this, of what's going to be happening, the core is 100% your relationship with him. That's the core. It's, it's being in that, that, that quiet place. It's being in his presence and that soaking up of his presence. That's Holy Spirit just pouring into you, changing things in you and doing things in you. And it's in that presence that when we go out, that that's going to be the overflow and that's what's going to change people. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. But so, so let me get back to part of that testimony. So I came back to the United States and um, guys, let me tell you, it, it was a rough transition. Um, there were some major things that I did, I, I did wrong. And I'm not going to talk bad about any other ministry. I'm not going to talk bad about any other people because I just don't believe that we should be doing that. If, if there's something, you know, this is here, this is the other thing, guys, if you're, if you're talking to someone and someone's telling you an offense about someone else, you need to immediately stop that. Stop that offense from happening because that offense can be transferred onto you. And then you'll start thinking differently about that person. And that's not as guys, as, as, as followers of Jesus Christ, we should not be doing that. We need to stop those things. Uh, it, it, it starts in the gossip. Okay. So we need to stop those things and then we need to turn around and then declare those things um, that are not into existence. So we need to declare the opposite of what's happening with that. So, so I won't talk bad about anything that, that, that I won't talk bad about any of the people or any of the ministries that I was uh, involved with in Canada. But what I will say is how I did things wrong. Guys, I'm going to be transparent with you. Um, I was operating on emotion and um, there's a lot of things that I was doing because I wasn't healed and I was operating in, in the sense of, of uh, the emotions and the things that were happening compared to really, really being grounded fully with what, what Holy Spirit wanted me to do. So I will fully admit that. And so when I got back from, from Canada, um, I started doing some really uh, like soul searching and looking inwardly. Whenever something bad happens, we always should do that. We should look inwardly and ask God, okay, Father, what am I doing wrong? What did I do? What didn't I hear? What did I say wrong? What happened? And, and what are you trying to tell me? That's the first thing that we should always be doing. And that's what I did. And he started revealing things to me about, um, about my decisions. He started revealing things to me about how I was making my decisions and even just having um, th this thought process of, of what I was thinking and how I was thinking. Um, I, uh, guys, when I came back, I really didn't have a place to stay. Um, I, I ended up having a zero, uh, balance in my checking account over in about a month since uh, once I got back. So 
being the the lowest I could have possibly been. And just before I left to go to Canada, guys, I was working for Salvation Army and I was making more there than I was as a cop. So just to show you the contrast, within 40 days, because I was literally in Canada for four zero days, 40 days. So anyways, I come back and I'm looking inwardly. I'm praying to God. I'm, I'm looking for Holy Spirit to give me that revelation of what happened and what I need to do next. And I, um, I started living in Campbellsport and I ended up getting a job and, uh, which is working out very well right now. And then I ended up um, doing these walks and I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie, um, Forrest Gump, but I started walking and then I started listening to some really awesome, um, praise and worship music. And that's what Jason Upton. And it was through those songs and it was through walking that God started changing things in my heart and he started revealing things to me. So Forrest Gump. So if you guys have ever seen that movie, Forrest Gump would like start this run. And it was like, he was like, I don't know if it was like a year or something like that. Right. But it was a really cool part of the movie. Right. It was kind of funny. So he's just running, running, running and his beard is growing and all that kind of stuff. Well, when I would start out when in a walk, I would walk and I would walk sometimes six miles. In fact, I'd get to like that four or five mile mark. And I'm like, Oh, I gotta walk back. But I was so engrossed with just being in his presence and just listening and just talking to him that it was, I didn't even realize how far I was walking. And that was happening almost daily. And it was walking and then praising and worshiping and talking to him. And then I, um, and then I started, uh, then I started going back to faith builders and not that I'd never left faith builders, but guys, let me tell you something, when you're going through a transition and you really don't want people asking questions about what's going on, because I, to be honest with you, I really didn't know what, what was going on. Um, it's kind of hard, you know, and, and I'll tell you something about my senior pastor, man, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, well, I can, I can tell you that, that faith builders church and the senior pastors of that church are all about restoration, all about loving people. And so um, I, I got a phone call from him and him and I talked. And the next weekend I was at church and I was standing next to him. And um, I didn't worry about, I didn't worry about ministry. I didn't worry about doing anything, but just being in his presence and worshiping. And right away I kind of figured out that, you know, I never really got to do this. When I started going to Faith Builders Church in 2010, I never really worshiped. I I was ushering. I was in charge of the sanctuary at 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 the end of that of that that time frame. And then I started the Adopt a Neighborhood program and all those things. So it was all ministry, right? And so yes, I was raising my hands and yes, I was singing and stuff like that, but it was working and it and it really wasn't being in his presence. So I'm up in the front. And we also had some prophetic words that there's this river that's, that's flowing in, in, in our church. And I also uh, got a vision about the same kind of thing. But so there is a river that's flowing in front of our church at the sanctuary. And it's, it's an amazing, amazing thing. So I'm like in the river and I'm like kneeling. And I, and I told this story last week, but I'm just going to tell it again. You know, I, I didn't have those moments of, of, of his presence being on me. And so I'm worshiping and, uh, the, and the Holy Spirit fell and I could feel him. And it was like, he wrapped his arms around me. And I heard, I heard him tell me that, you know, he said, just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. And it instantly hit me. And I had that revelation. 
This is what he's been waiting for. He's been waiting for me to finally surrender all those things, to give up everything for him and to be in his presence. And, and I didn't know what that meant until that moment. And I'm telling you guys right now, his presence is everything. His presence is everything. If you want his presence, he will come. And it all it takes is you surrendering. All it takes is you surrendering. So what I figured out about that is that for years I had this relationship with God and it was more of a work relationship. I'm very obedient. I'm going to listen to what he tells me to do. I mean, I left my job in 2014 as a cop and he told me to walk on that water and totally, you know, totally trust him financially with everything. And I did. And, um, but I lacked the relationship. I relaxed, I lacked that intimate relationship with him. So that was one thing I learned. And the second thing that I learned is that I had the, the thinking of what my future wife had in store for me was not correct. And that I had, I thought that she was the one that was going to elevate me to this next level of ministry and elevate me to this next level with him. And it really, really is not that. And it never was that. Um, He may have used those circumstances to get me to where I needed to be to be with him, but it wasn't for her to elevate me to those new levels. I do believe that, that there's elevation in people because God wants us to partner with people. We're not supposed to be doing it alone. We're not supposed to be lone rangers. But the elevation in the things that happen always will stem. Now hear me, guys. Hear me, because this is so, so important. This is where I got it wrong. Elevations in where he is leading us will always stem from a surrender and a sacrifice. Always, 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 always. The more you surrender and the more you are in his presence, that sacrifice, those things happening, he will elevate you to that next level. And that's what I, I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. Guys, I didn't even understand what it meant to be in his presence until that day. And and now it's like I'm in his presence 24/7. 24/7. It's like I can feel his presence. I know he's here. Um and I know when I'm when I know when he's not. I know when he's like he's he's oh, not necessarily always he's not always away, guys. I mean, he's always with us. But there's times when when you can definitely feel his presence. And I know that if I'm not like in sync with him, I can feel that now. I can totally feel that now. So it's important. It's in it's just so so important. And the other things I figured out guys is that sometimes I'm a I'm a doer. If God tells me to go do something, I'm going to go do it, but I also look for confirmations and a, a lot of us are like that, right? So we look for okay God, I I heard you. I know what you're saying with this, but now I'm going to look for the confirmation. So it's either it's going to be his word, it's going to be other people confirming it, it could be him audibly confirming it. It could be something you see on a billboard, but it, it just hits you, right? And you know that that's a confirmation to what God is telling you to do. So I had the problem of connecting those dots of confirmations when he really didn't do it. So there were certain things that I heard, like when I crossed over into Canada, I heard him tell me, destiny, destiny, destiny. But then I started connecting these dots of all these other things that he wasn't connecting. He wasn't connecting those. So we got to be careful. We got to be careful in how we do those things, right? 
So that was the other important thing is that we don't let our flesh lead connecting those dots. We cannot do that. We have to be grounded in our foundation with him, right? We got to be grounded. We have to be able to hear him. And we do those confirmations of grounded biblically confirmations, not on our flesh. It's so, so important. Guys, all right. So let's get into Joel Joel 2, and it's 12 through 32. So guys, we're going to get into Joel 2. 12 through 32. And I was going to read all of the first beginning parts of that scripture, but just, just let, just, I want you guys to read that. Okay. Just, it, it starts out with change your life and it starts out, but there's also this, it's not too late. And this is a God's personal message. Okay. It's God's personal message to you. And this is what he's saying. He's saying, come back to me. Really mean it. Okay, guys, listen to that. Come back to me. Really mean it. Come fasting, weeping, sorry for your sins. Guys, this is the call. This is the call. This is the time. The time is now and there's no more excuses, man. Holy Spirit, (laughs) he told me that (laughs) years ago and it's like 100% now is the time. He wants us to come back. He wants us to come back. So that's the beginning of it, okay? Let me get to the end. It's an amazing, amazing thing. So the end of this scripture starts out and it ends in, and this is in verse 12, and it says, change your life. All right, here we go. Now this is going to be Joel 28 through 32. So this is the end of that scripture. And listen to this, guys. This is the message version, okay? It says, the sun turning black and the moon blood red, okay? Haven't we had that? We've had several of those, right? Guys, there's times and seasons and things happening and God is allowing these things to happen and he's showing us and they're, they're, they're confirmations to what he wants us to do. Okay, so this is verse 28. And that's just the beginning after that. So that's just the beginning was all that stuff before that, right? And he says, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters, your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. I'll set wonders in the sky and signs above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and billowing smoke, the sun turning black and the moon turning red. Before the judgment day of God, the day tremendous and awesome. Whoever calls help God gets help. Guys, hear that. Whoever calls help God, whoever's seeking him right now, whoever wants more of his presence, that yearning presence, we have to be yearning for his presence. Whoever calls out help, God gets help. On Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be a great rescue. Just as God said, included in the survivors are all those that God calls. Guys, God is calling us right now. God is calling us right now. He wants us to humble ourselves. He wants us to seek him more. It is through that presence, it is through that surrender that he's going to do things through us wherever you're at, in the city of Milwaukee, in the state of Wisconsin, in the world. It's all stemming into one thing. Get your presence right. Get aligned correctly. Get get it correct with him. And all it takes is seeking him, just asking him to forgive you. (laughs) That's it. That is it. That is it. Guys, man, getting emotional, but it's up to us. 
I'm telling you, God wants to do amazing things through you. He has awesome plans for you to reach people. You are his vessel and he wants to use you 100%. Guys, let me tell you, it is up to us to change the things that are happening in the city of Milwaukee. It's us to change the things that are happening in the state of Wisconsin and to wherever you're at. God wants to use you, but it takes being in his presence. It takes being in his presence. It takes having an intimate relationship with you. Guys, it's up to us. Surrender all and be a blessing to someone. Let your glory and all